Look here. This is our little boundary box. So we're going to take the word flaccid and we're going to put it in there with my mama's titties and your erection problems. And we're going to close this box and we're going to throw this bitch in the ocean. And the only way that you can get this box is if you got to be motherfucking Jacques Cousteau. We cool? Hmm. Damn. Damn. I feel like I know this one. You but... should know this. Come on now. Damn. You can't give me another one? A different quote from the same yeah. movie? Because I, I, I feel like I don't... I'm ready. I, I stay ready. Hot. I mean, I was shooting. Yeah, I was. I, I did a lot of shooting. I mean... I ain't saying that I shot you in the ass. I mean, I ain't saying I didn't shoot you, but damn, somebody shot you in the ass. Damn. <laughs> Shit. But it can't be that movie. Cause what? It can't be Training Day. Nah, 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 nah. I, I mean, there, there was guns and shit. There was cops and shit. Oh, um, Malibu, most wanted. No. <laughs> you get one more chance. One more chance. Exactly, y'all. Um, those those choices suck, right? Shit. Uh. Fuck. Bad boys, bad boys. Oh. What you gonna do? What you gonna do fair. when they come for you? There's three of them. So you didn't three. even say bad boys. Period. It don't trilogy. matter which one it was. It's a trilogy. That one. Okay, so which one was it? Bad boys two. Yes. Okay. There we go. But it's a trilogy, though. So what? Negro, didn't you ask me one from Rush Hour last week and I knew exactly which one it was? Come no, on. you didn't know which one it was. Yes, I did. You said Rush Hour. You didn't say which Ooh. one, though. No, and then you asked me which one and I said which one. And then you said there was three and I was like, no, there wasn't. Oh. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on me. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Welcome to episode... <laughs> Here we go. Abby's favorite part. Episode 37? Rente siente. My where friend. Is this, where is the extra N that you're adding to seven? Okay. Trente y siente. Oh my gosh. Trente y siente. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so what he said. Um si. what do you <laughs> what are you loving on? I'm loving on our new puppy. We got a puppy named Obi. Short for um, what? Ob- <laughs> wait, <No>. wait. <laughs> what? Obsidian. 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 Um, yeah, it was mad spontaneous. No, it wasn't though. Yes, it was. You, you sent me a picture. I came like- home from work. You said, do you want a puppy? I said, yeah. We went to the store. We bought the puppy and came home. So you're going to try to lie on me twice when we only five minutes into the episode like we haven't been talking about a puppy. I mean, yeah, we talked we about it, but the decision to get one that day was oh, yeah. spontaneous. Oh, yeah. Because you just saw it in the glass and I was at work. You sent me a picture. When and... you know, you know. Yeah, but Obi's cool. He's yeah. a puppy. We're still training him, you know. You're doing pretty good. Yeah, you know. Gotta, watching your YouTube tutorials, you know. All that yeah, stuff. I didn't know that that black people don't train their dogs. <laughs> yeah, no. I didn't know that. I mean, I bought a toothbrush. I bought a tartar he control. He bought everything underneath the fucking sun. He's on. First of all, you know how they be having what is it? The blue light at night when everything is off. Drew's on his phone on Amazon, either looking at YouTube videos for how to train a dog, or 
on Amazon buying some other shit. For exactly. I was gonna get. I was gonna get a. Um, I was gonna get a, a a bed for for Obi. It came with a free bed. Nah, but we put it in the the um cage and he pissed on it. I mean that sounds about right. So I think we you- should put it outside the cage so he knows that okay when we, when I get out this motherfucker, I could have somewhere to sleep and I don't have to That's be running like sleeps. I'm crazy. He, he be running like he's crazy. Oh, yeah, as soon as we start walking him outside, he'd be all right. Soon we start walking him outside, he'd be all right. He gonna use that energy. Yeah. What is your loving on? My loving on is getting tat 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 tatted up with my baby sister this weekend. I haven't had a tat in like three or four years. I, mm. I didn't even remember what a tat felt like. What was the last tat you had again? The one on my wrist. Oh yeah. And that was before we got pregnant with Yara. That was way, way back. That was a while ago. That was a while what, ago. What tattoo you got of um, this time? Um, It is a matching tat. Ash got it on her, what is it, her forearm? I got it on the back of my calf. Um, It's really cool. It's like some nice, cool line work where it's like two sisters looking in opposite direction, but you got to really look close to see that they people. It's, real, it's cool. Some cool mm. shit. Some cool shit. She found it. Ooh, Shout cool. out to her. She found it. You know I'm picky about what I put on my body, but that's what's up. Yeah, so that's what I'm loving on this week. Uh, but yeah, y'all. So getting right into it though, I found a study, and I feel like this is the outdated study, but it probably still rings true, especially now with the social media age and how everybody's like trying to keep up with the Joneses, and you got goddamn twenty year olds getting veneers and porcelain teeth, like all the crazy shit, right? Um, where Stanford University, they were tracking the emotions of people ages 18 to 94, right? And this was a study on happiness, like joy. Older people consistently were happier, even though they're old, even though their bodies are quote unquote failing on them, their hips don't work, they, you know, walk a little slower, oh, all damn. that stuff. I mean, this mm. is what the study was saying. I, I'm not saying this. I'm saying that that's what the study was saying, right? They're consistently happier, right? They can't do all the things that quote unquote young people do, but they're still consistently happier, right? So they had just as many positive emotions as younger participants, but they had fewer negative ones, right? And then they also had more mixed emotions, so they didn't necessarily let frustration or anxiety keep them from saying they were happy. So like if they had other things going on at the moment and you asked them, but are you happy? The answer was still consistently yes. Okay. You know, so it's like making the choice to be happy, even when there were reasons to say otherwise. Mm. So that was crazy, but it kind of makes sense though. It kind of so? makes sense. Because I think as you get older, the idea is that you gain perspective mm, okay. about what actually matters, right? So as you get older, you've lived a life, and that's why people always you know, look to older people for wisdom, right? But then I don't think people be actually listening when the elders be talking, because they'll tell you the shit, and then you don't really believe it's that quote-unquote easy. 
right? The whole idea of choosing happiness or, or being intentional about like banking in to happiness, just like you would bank into your 401k, mm, right? Like yeah, all of the true. stuff that they're telling you don't matter and won't matter in the end, they mm-hmm. have said consistently, but y'all motherfuckers still on Instagram. I wish you was here doing this, doing that, keeping up with the Joneses. So right. I wanted us to have a conversation about just joy, right? Okay. Happiness um, and really being intentional about it. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one of the quotes that I've always seen surrounding this whole idea of happiness and joy, right, is that it's not a destination; it's a journey. Now, when you hear that, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, not a destination; it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, like one or two things that mean for me. I think it means like when it says des- it's not a destination, it's like not somewhere that you just pop up at. Mm-hmm. It's something like that takes effort, mm-hmm. patience. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have a, a higher, you have to have like a, a, what you call it, like a system mm. that you go by. Okay. You know, and you have to be consistent with it each mm-hmm. and every day to, to, to reach that level of joy, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just be like, "Oh, I want to be happy next month. I want to. I want this to happen next month." You got to work towards it, and you gotta you gotta set goals and you gotta plan ahead. You can't yeah. just it can't just be a spon- spontaneous thought like, "I just want to be happy," or "I just want something good to happen to me mm-hmm. next month." You know? Yeah. You gotta kind of set yourself up for that. To happen so you you actually kind of write on the money so like in researching this the whole point of it was saying that if you make it this definitive goal right or this mm-hmm. um destination you're not really giving significance to the progress and the process that it takes to actually get there right because you reach a destination and you're there mm-hmm. and that's that's where you at right but even that is like you said intentional it's not something that you just get to and then you stay there that's not how life works it's 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 not black and white it's very gray so like the the danger with making it like the destination or the goal Mm -hmm. what they say is that you actually forfeit the experience Mm -hmm. of the present like you forfeit the journey what it takes to actually get there right you don't enjoy um what's happening now because you're thinking oh well in two years i need to be here and that will make me happy Right, right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, normally the things that we, normally the things that we um say that make us happy really don't make us happy at the, at, like. Like what? Something like, I don't know, like a better job, a better career. Mm, yep. And then when they get that, well, when they get that job that they think is better for them or that career they think is better for them, they most like 10 nine times i'm not gonna say nine times i'm gonna say like a good amount of time yeah like good amount of time they end up hating the job leaving the job mm-hmm. and it's not what they thought it was you know they just thought it was probably because the money mm, maybe yep which maybe. again old people say you can't take that shit with you yeah you know more money is more like more responsibilities more tasks so 
just because the job has more money doesn't mean it's it's the job for you. It just means that it's gonna have more tasks that you have to do uh, for that job or career. Exactly. So. One the so they had six points right when it comes to the whole idea of solidifying that happiness is a journey and not a destination. Right was what we said happiness as a goal. Right, it's you just forfeiting that experience, but also if you're setting it up for like attaching it to a specific goal, like you said, if I get this new job, if I get this new house, or whatever the case may be, if I make more money, right? If you're attaching it to like the end point of that goal, what the fuck happens when it doesn't fall through, right? That's like true. life is just as much about failures as it is about success. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're consistently setting yourself up to say, oh, well, this thing, this tangible thing, this tangible idea will make me happy, but you're not really, again, respecting the process or just kind of giving yourself the credit that you deserve to get there, right. then it'll always be fleeting. Because, like you said, like, you might get in and realize, oh, well, this is just like my old job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this don't really, like, fulfill me like I thought it would because that is a inside job. Right. Um, now a interesting thing that they said, so I didn't even know about this, but there's apparently a set point theory of happiness. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is it says that your level of subjective well-being is determined primarily by heredity and ingrained personal traits, right? Mm. So like if you're a perfectionist or you're someone who dwells or you're overthinker, like all of those things, right? Like you're saying, you get that new job, but then it's just as much work. So then in six months, you burned out and you hate it. Right. You know, right. like it's not the actual external factor of the job. It's again, your inside job. Right. So they're saying that you naturally experience highs and lows through life experience, but your happiness level will remain relatively constant. So based on that theory, right, mm-hmm. your self perception of happiness is going to oscillate around that by like that baseline level. Mm hmm. So, like, whether you lose your job or you win the lottery, blah, 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 all of those things, like, your attitude and your emotional state will habituate to the change, right? So, you might have the intensity and the high mm-hmm. related yeah. to that goal or that event, but you're going to return to your normal right. very That's shortly true. after. Yeah. That's true. Right? So, like, and that part was, like, crazy to me because then I thought about how many times yeah. we hear about, like... Yeah celebrities or the people who got mad bread have everything under the sun and Mm. they reached that pinnacle of like wealth and then it was just regular yeah that's what usually happened though yeah and finally again just to prove the point of it being a journey and not a destination is like if you think about it as that goal right that doesn't really have shelf life again like you return to your normal so mm-hmm. the victory lap that you do in relation to reaching that goal, right? Yeah, you're going to get some type of intensity and type of high related to it. But the actual race, right? They say the victory lap is short compared to the race. Right. right? So if you get that promotion, right? How long does that last? Like the feeling attached to that promotion before you have to go back down to real life and then do the job. Like how long does that shit last? Right now, if you think back to the anticipation like which which lasted longer, the process of getting there, mm-hmm. or actually getting the promotion? Probably the first one. Exactly. Yeah. 
So they mentioned another thing, which is active anticipation. I didn't even know that this was a thing. But what that basically means is you enjoying the process, right? Mm. So it's kind of like, you probably going to love this, like the whole Kobe effect where you got to push through the pain and smile Mm -hmm. through it because when you think back on the memory attached to the goal, that's what's going to make you more happy as opposed to just saying, oh, yeah, and I I won this ring. I won this chip. You're going to think about the actual games attached to it. Like, yo, this particular game, I did this, and I switched it up this next game. So, like, mm-hmm. the active anticipation is actually more important than the goal itself, which is why, again, it's a journey. Oh, okay. That makes sense, Google. Yeah. So, now that we have debunked the idea that it has to be a destination, how do you actively choose happiness? How, how are you making choices? Because you said earlier that you have to be intentional about it, right? Waking up and saying, hey this is what I'm going to do to make sure that it's a good day. Well, first off, I don't like now I, I used to like make a thing where I would say, okay, um, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of, I'm going to say not in control, mm. but like I would be at odds with that. But now I'm like, okay, um, stuff is not in my control like it's out of my control oh like the universe yeah so if it's meant for me to be I'm happy on you. oh shut up <laughs> yeah so i don't so i'm i'm preparing myself not to be disappointed if mm, i if okay. i end up you know not being happy for some reason mm-hmm. or something happened at my job where it's like somebody get on my nerve or i have a bad day at work mm-hmm. i don't have that expectation of Expect expectation of like, oh, um, I'm gonna be happy all week. Mm. I'm kind of like preparing myself, like, I might have a bad day today, so yeah. just you know, give myself grace and stuff. Oh, great, you know how I feel about that yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. When was the last <laughs> no, time? Sorry. When was the last time? Can you think back on the last time you had to make that, that decision to say, okay, well, I'm gonna be conscious, I'm gonna give myself grace. Um, I would say, I would say like the beginning of my work week, which is Wednesday. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, I think this goes for a lot of people where it's like, they want to, uh, kind of, they're coming back to reality, you know, coming back from the weekend or whatever, or their days off. And they're like, they have to prepare themselves mentally Yeah. <laughs> for like a Monday or yeah, whatever exactly. day you start work. Mm-hmm. And they got to be like, all right. This shit might go wrong. Uh, I might be late. Um, I might get caught in traffic. Let me just prepare myself mentally for this because I might I might curse somebody out. Ha! <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, so... Sometimes you have, like you yeah, said, my boss might get on my day. nerve. Um, uh, somebody might fuck up my, my lunch. Mm-hmm. I always think of, like, just ignoring people, letting people be. Uh, it's just words, you know. That's something that you had to teach me too. That was something. Fuck these standards. Fuck you looking at. Yeah, like. And you had to be like, like just. Yeah, like the thing that people don't realize that, I I had to realize that you might you might never see these people again in your life. Mm -hmm. You might, you know, but you know, you might not never see them again in your life. So, it doesn't make sense to make that encounter that special. Yeah, but. 
to the point of like appreciating the small stuff and thinking small. So one of the things that I saw in the several lists that I surveyed was straightening out your spiral, which is a pretty cool way of basically saying that when we're upset, we have a tendency to spiral. Like we have a tendency to think about everything else that's going wrong mm -hmm. and then spin out of control from that. As opposed to like being more intentional about remembering again, being grateful about what's going right, what you do have, right? right? Like right. for instance, with the pandemic, and that's not discrediting your feelings. That's not discrediting when shit does go wrong because you have every right to feel whatever feelings that you're feeling, but not allowing it to let you spiral into like that just darkness. Mm. Of nothing's going right, right? Being being very mindful about knowing that this is not an absolute, right, right, like right. mistaking this one instance for like, oh, my life sucks, you know. Um, so yeah, what are some other things that you do? I'm trying to see how much you want to align with this list that you don't know about. Let's see. Say a new thing is like we've discussed in the other episode. Mm -hmm. Therapy, mm -hmm. therapy helps relieve that. Oh, that stress so it kind of like you take that that burden off of you and kind of know how to like utilize your feelings and stuff like that in a positive way you are hitting home runs baby yeah, release you know. your emotions that was one of the things release your emotions oh yeah yeah release it and like i said in a positive manner you know yeah you can release your emotion, emotions in like a negative way Absolutely. And that won't benefit you at all. So just knowing how to release your emotions, like what was said. Um, yeah, so this said, um, obviously, releasing those pent up negative feelings. Mm -hmm. And what it says is that that actually enables you to feel and experience more positive feelings and emotions. And I never necessarily thought about it like that, but it's crazy because if you think about it metaphorically, like that whole pouring into each other, pouring into yourself, like if you're thinking about it in terms of like a bank, right? Like right. what you can actually have the capacity to hold internally, mentally, emotionally, like if that shit is filled to the brim with again, you spiraling the negative shit. Yesterday was a bad day, today is a bad day, you're choosing a bad day tomorrow, the whole week is gonna be bad, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you can't really relish until you release some yeah. of that shit. Like you have to release some of that shit to make space mm -hmm. for your capacity and your deserving of the positive, joyful emotions. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I agree with that. So like that's, that's a crazy spin on the whole pouring, pouring into yourself really not even just other people but pouring into yourself like you have a bank too like and that's something subjectively that you have to be aware of like yo is my body telling me that i'm burnt out like is mm -hmm. my response to everything negative am i feeling unlike myself right am i unable to navigate joy and happiness right now and that might be because your motherfucking bank is full and you need to pour that shit out mm. pour it out whether it be like Drew said through therapy or like some of the things that we've said so far or some of the other things that we're going to go through. Mm -hmm. All right, so you, yep. again, you got two for two so far. Two for two. Don't look at my notes. Not looking what's, at what's, notes. A, what's another one? Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. I would just say like 
I'll say like friends and family. All right, let me let me see if I'm gonna give you this bonus point. What you mean by that? Like, like support. Okay. Like you need some support if you don't have like a partner, or whatever. Just saying for those who don't. Um, and even if you do, you might not be getting the support that you need from them. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not know how to show it in the way that. Oh, they you might need. not know how to support you. Yeah. So you need that support from like a, a feel like your friends or like your family, a close family member that you, you you're comfortable with sharing with. Mm-hmm. Um, they could kind of uh, alleviate that that stress for you and kind of make you, you know, like just kind of make you in a center you right place in my huh? Like center you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda, you know, level you out. You might feel low one day and you might not have nobody to talk to and you have a spouse who's, you know, you're not compatible with them for whatever reason mm-hmm. and you need to reach out to like a close friend and they might give you the right advice that you need at the time. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's good to have those close people in your life. Yeah. Don't burn bridges. You never know when you're going to need somebody. Yeah, they they definitely say double down on good relationships, right? So just like we were saying a little bit earlier, right? Like you build up your portfolio, like build up your friendship 401k, right? Like invest in good relationships now because the actual benefit of that is invaluable. I like to think about it as like respecting your identity. Right. Like me personally, right? Like I'm I'm Yara's mother. I'm your wife. I'm my mother's daughter. Right. I'm my sister's sister. You know, I'm a friend. I'm all of these things. And at the core of it, I'm also still myself. I'm tip, right? So if like I just need to release and kind of tap back into that person, maybe I do need to call up a random person and just shoot the shit it don't even necessarily even have to be advice like it doesn't even necessarily have to be like an issue it might just be like yo reminiscing and like talking centers you like you said your people center you you remember things that oftentimes because you might be spiraling you might just be on autopilot right you forget and then you come out of that seemingly basic ass conversation just feeling revived you feel refreshed you're like oh well shit that's who the fuck I am, mm. you know, and that is powerful. That's really powerful. So yes. definitely, definitely invest and double down on the good relationships in your life. Like now, mm-hmm. like right the fuck now, yeah. call up your people, set up a date, go to brunch, do whatever y'all do and invest in that shit now. Mm-hmm. Because again, all that will actually be left when it comes to legacy is how you made people feel. What, what what impression you actually left and what good you did. Yeah. So that is true. Alright, you wanna this is I feel like we're on motherfucking what is it, Jeopardy? When I, I'm gonna ask you like, do you wanna sacrifice all your progress right now? You wanna keep going and seeing if you you continue knocking them out the park. Like what do you wanna do? Deal or no deal? Fuck. You can do deal. <laughs> no. Nope.
<laughs> well, actually, well, actually, you mean no deal. No deal. No deal. No deal. <laughs> all right, cool. So, all right, what's another one? Um, shit. Oh, damn, she was a good deal? Um, let me get a lifeline from Yara. All right, what's the lifeline, baby? She, she has, she don't know. She don't know. Um, oh, wait, she's coming over. She's going to confer with you just a little bit. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yeah, what she said. That's on the list? Um, I think so. So I yeah. think that what she said was a second part of what you just now mentioned, which is like looking at your people, mm-hmm. right? Also, just looking at your surroundings. So it, right. that's what, yeah? Okay, cool. So looking at your surroundings personally, like your relationships, like you just now said, but also just figuratively. Right, right, right. Like, what in your space makes you happy? Put more of that shit. Mm. It might be houseplants. It might be books. It can be anything. It right. might just be a pop of color. Yeah. With my ass, whenever I'm in the living room and I'm having like a real crazy ass fucking day, y'all was throwing all the DVDs on the floor, crushing up cookies and shit, OB screaming, like, I look in the corner at my home edit color-coded bookcase and I'd be like, I did that shit. Yeah. You know, just random shit like that, like little pockets of joy, little pockets of sunshine, right? Because, again, like you said, it's not a destination. It's something that you have to intentionally process and go through. So, like, paying attention to your surroundings and being intentional about that. Like, for me as well, like, our pictures. Like, Mm. Everyone has always said how our house feels home. Right? right yeah, and I cool. think a, a large part of that is we have pictures every fucking day. Yeah. And we still have more to put up because we haven't put up as much in this house, but we still have our gallery wall with our family right at the entrance. And then we have the wedding pictures inside the living room. We're going to blow up more pictures of Yara, take some pictures of Obi. We're going to be corny like that, you know, and mm-hmm. just put that shit up so that, again, the memories and really paying attention to where you been how you've gotten to where you've gotten to and really being able to look at the tangible memories because i think for me i also my memory is pretty good i like to think but actually looking at a picture and remembering explicitly what that day was is fucking it's still crazy to me yeah man yeah remembering like the, the outfits yeah you know what kind of day it was and stuff like that mm-hmm. How you felt the day, you know, that day when you woke up and you had to get ready. Yeah. Like, there's so many things, like, on our wall now, like, for instance, right? So, the picture of me, Lonnie, and Al. Mm-hmm. Fucking wacky, tacky day at high school. I remember that day explicitly just by looking at that picture. Right. You know, or, like, the picture that I have with Malika with the fucking water gun. So, you're looking at the, the camera like, what up, what up, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. I shoot the shit out you. You know, mm-hmm. like it's crazy to think about because it's not an active memory at all times, but you might just have that little flash where you like in the movies, the little flashback. Right. right and that right, in and right. of itself, again, fills you up enough to kind of get through the rest of your day or the rest of your task if you're having a particularly hard day. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to your surroundings. Yep. All right. Deal or no deal? Okay, you you giving up? Yeah, you want you gonna yeah. take it? Yeah. <laughs> you you had taking a good run. You gonna take the money? I mean, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. You had a good run. 
you had a good run and you and you shared some gems. So I think the next one that we can focus on, and I'm surprised you didn't say this. I think you might not have said it because it was so obvious, but laugh. Oh yeah, you laugh. have to laugh. You have to laugh. Laugh more. Laugh is an is important Love element. Love more. Love life. and laugh more. It's an important element of life and it helps you uh relieve stress in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. It releases know? endorphins like Literally, it is contagious. Laughter is real ass contagious. Yeah, I forgot. I was reading some Snapple fact, and it said uh, we use we use a lot of uh, muscles. Way laughing. more muscles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow, that whole you use muscles to frown. Yeah, yeah, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. It takes less muscles to laugh, or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The frown, you can use more muscles to frown and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. Laugh. Yeah, laugh more. Even in like uh, crazy situations, because I know like you ever had a, a crazy experience where you was like, "Yo, this cannot be happening." Oh yes. And you just have to laugh. Like I'm gonna ask you again. When's the last? Y'all was laughing. Yes. When's the last time? Can you think of the last time you had like crazy fucking experience where you was um, like, "This shit. Are you serious? Are you serious, universe? This is what we doing right now?" It was a okay. The, the other day, I was on a bus. Mm-hmm. No, I was coming from, I was coming from uh, Petco actually. Uh-huh. And what happened was, I was getting on a bus, got on a bus. The bus driver told me I dropped something. Mm-hmm. I looked on the ground looking, and I and at the time, you know, the light was red, but I was like, yo, people gonna be looking at me like, what the fuck, like, mm-hmm. nigga, what did you drop? Mm-hmm. You know, because I was taking a little while. You know, it could have been money, I don't know. But I looked back, I ain't seen nothing. Got on the bus, I still didn't pay for my fare. So I looked in my metro car, I looked for my metro car, and I'm like, yo, I just took the shit out. That's what dropped. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I was just laughing, like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> and then I look, it was an empty metro card, and I was about to put it through the, um, the machine, and my metro car was in the machine. So I had put the Metro card in, but the lady stopped me because she thought I dropped something and I didn't put it through the machine. It was just halfway in the machine. Did you go back and get your, your Metro card from the machine? Yeah, no, I put it through fully oh, okay. to pay for the fare. You realized it was still there? Yeah, it was oh. still in the machine. I didn't put it through it yet. Because <laughs> she stopped me while like mid putting the, like, putting the shit through. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like give me a break. And it was fucking hot. It was like 90 degrees that day. I'm like, yeah. yo, this is fucking crazy. It was hot yeah. as hell. It was hot as hell. But yeah, you know, just got to laugh at any situation, you know, situations that happened in the past mm-hmm. that you're not in that Reflect. situation no more. Yeah. You got to laugh at that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I was once in that situation. That shit is crazy. And I never thought, you know, I would be in a situation where I could laugh about it now. Yeah, that's, that's growth. Yeah. That's growth. All right, so we're going to keep on with the deal, right? I, I'm assuming you still, you already took your money. Like, the show is over. Um, you can't you can't guess no more. So I'm just no. going gonna, gonna to give it to you real rap walk, all right? Next one, which, again, another one I'm surprised you didn't say. Indulge your five senses. So everything that you taste, smell, touch, hear, and see can affect your mood. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not necessarily saying, like, emotional eating, right, or something like that, but, like, even like we mentioned with like 
adding a pop of color in like a corner of the room or like um like lighting up your diffuser, putting some goddamn lemongrass and just smelling amazing fucking air. Right? Or maybe that motherfucking milk bar cookie, because yo, their cookies are fucking like just random stuff to really invigorate your senses. What are some of the things that you do like to that regard? Like, oh, like, okay, so recently, like a year ago, Tiff Tiff made me like fall in love with like the candles, the scented mm. candles. Mm-hmm. And my boy Celine, he actually got us a stress relief one and so it was another one, but it was alright. It wasn't as bad it wasn't as uh potent as the stress relief one. Mm-hmm. And that shit really worked, like yep. to the point where I'll leave that shit on all night. And that, that candle shit. costs twenty five dollars, y'all. Yeah. You do. You're supposed to light the candle. It's the three wick one. Right? I yes. You're supposed to light the candle, let it simmer, and that smell will still walk through the air. You don't have to burn it continuously for the smell to keep up. Just, I don't know. I just you know, think it's kind of sexy, you know, to leave the candle on and you're just watching the, the fire, you know, just rise up and just. Oh, so you a pyro? No, you are a pyro. I am. I'm not a pyro. You're right. I'm an aqua, aqua geo. We're, we're not doing this. That's um, what you call it, right? <laughs> we're not doing this. A pessimistic guy. We're not doing this. <laughs> we're absolutely not doing this. It's <laughs> Aquaman. What? I'm, okay. You can barely Just swim. Just call me a water Pokemon. That's you it. can barely swim. I haven't showed you my true abilities to swim. Because they are not there. And that's okay. Because I didn't want to make you feel bad. I wouldn't because I know I can't swim. But We're going to learn. We're going to learn as a family. You mean you and Yara? You, me, and Yara, we going to learn as a family. Obi. Obi already know how to swim. He a dog. He's a puppy. He's a dog. But yeah. So indulge your five senses, y'all. Uh, next one is, let's see. Let's choose a real good one. Uh, become the main character. Lonnie's going to love this one because we actually were talking about that, I think, last week, where... You have to be, again, intentional about you being the star of your own motherfucking show. You don't control everything, but you can control some aspects of like what you accept, what you navigate. The people in your life, again, being mindful of your surroundings, they're your supporting cast, which is fine, and you have to choose them wisely because you want a long-standing fucking sitcom, right? I don't want the fucking drama of Grey's Anatomy but those motherfuckers are like 20 seasons in, right? right? So like, you have to really be more self-reliant, like and intentional about like keeping your happiness alive, regardless of external stuff, mm-hmm. right? So be your own main character, fight for yourself, know that you are the fucking bomb and enforce that shit. And when you need to, again, tap into your surrounding um, people, your supporting mm-hmm. cast so that they can remind you that you are the fucking shit, do so. That's true. You like that one? Yeah, I like that. Cool. Uh, another one is there's a lot of them, y'all. Let's see. Giving yourself a makeover. For a dude that might be a haircut. You be feeling real good after a haircut. Yeah, I actually need one. You really do. You want to give me one for Father's Day? Absolutely. I got you. Cool. I got you. You want you want a spa day too? You want you want to shop? Yeah, you can do them. Oh yeah, you don't have one in a while. 
You definitely need a pedicure. Yeah. Damn. I'm just telling. I don't lie to you, sir. Mm-hmm. You know your your dogs are rough. Yeah. Rough. I don't want to scratch my child. I I don't want you to scratch. I don't want you to cut the covers off again. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, give yourself a makeover, y'all. For Drew, it's a haircut. For me, I usually have my hair in a protective style, but like I personally like. I used to like to like get my what is it the what is it the individual lashes done. That's mm-hmm. a very expensive um, upkeep, but like I might do my strip lashes. Sometimes I just wake up and I'm like I'm gonna put some lashes on, make me feel pop, just pop mm-hmm. a little bit, pop, 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 you know. Where like just simply dressing yourself up can kind of change and alter your mood. Like even treating yourself, like getting yourself a new motherfucking outfit because you deserve, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. just to kind of remind yourself that you are that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right, so treat yourself and, and, and give yourself a makeover. Um, another cool one is that mindfulness. So, like yeah, taking yeah. time to actually um, have mindful activities. So, like if you're someone like me who's like constantly on the go, like your mind is always turning, you're always thinking, you're always busy. You have to be way, 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 way more intentional about setting actual time aside to just relax like slow down exhale and like i haven't perfected this yet to be honest y'all drew wow. is my fucking filter for that like he'll be like yo go take a nap mm-hmm. right um and sometimes i fight and tooth and nail he's like no go take a nap like you can go and read your book you can go do this like actually set time aside to really have a quiet time like hear your thoughts be in a really clear space right. to really nurture your soul. Mm. What do you think about that? That's really informative. <laughs> okay, Dr. Phil. Cool. Shut up. I could go well, I could go with that. I yeah. could fuck with that. You could fuck with that? Take, yeah, take time for my activities. Yeah. And last but certainly not least is make a list. And this one was actually very interesting. So there's several different lists that they talk about, right? So they talk about a joy list. Mm -hmm. So like actually writing down the things that make you, like bring you joy or like compiling those things. You might scrapbook a goddamn family album. Like I love looking through the album that we made with Yara our, our um, wedding album, oh, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I'll be, right? I'll be, when people come to the house. He, yes, that's the first thing. If you've never been in our house, house, the first thing that you will do is spend the first 30 minutes looking through all of our albums because Drew will make sure that you do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, like all the things that bring you joy. But what's more interesting actually is that they also talked about bucket lists. So like adding some like checklist items for things that you've always wanted to do and kind of just checking them off. Right. Like, and it doesn't, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a end goal type of thing where you're sitting there and stressing yourself up about completing the list because I know type A people might take it that far, but just kind of thinking it can be big or small of a bucket list of things like, oh, I've always wanted to go to Little Italy and like eat at this restaurant, like even simple things like that. Uh, and then they also said a fear list. So all the things that scare you or your, your major fears um, and it might be one day where you're like, okay, well, today I'm going to conquer, I'm going to try to conquer, again, just respecting the progress and the process, not necessarily the end goal. Mm. I'm going to try to conquer this fear. 
So right, I think right. that you need to start that list, and the first thing that we should put on that is a roller coaster. I'm just saying. Shut the hell up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because Yara loves being thrown in the air. She likes a adrenaline rush. I do. I mean, you're the only opposite now. I'm I just wasn't. Saying. I wasn't exposed to that. You weren't exposed to a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. And that's, why, just, and that's just, why I'm here. You can't just, just throw thing. somebody... Into well, the no, pit. we like, won't. We will level up. Like I'm not gonna put you in a producer first. We're gonna do the teacup ride. Yeah, and then we're gonna go do the carousel. Then we gonna no, do but it. I did a I did a um thing with you. Remember and when you we went to the homecoming? Okay. No, we went to homecoming and we did the uh, the um, Ferris wheel. Yes. Remember? Levels. Yes, absolutely. You did not. Now though, I, I was never going to mention. Yeah, but levels exactly. But we have to respect the momentum. No. Like we can't, we can't backtrack. So you've been on the Ferris wheel. So what's next? Um, I mean, I, I'm not. Cars. I don't think that's the same thing. I think that we can revisit the banana boat that goes up and down. Oh, and I gotta I, be drunk doing this. Nah, I think that you can do that. If you can do the Ferris wheel, you can do the banana boat. You yeah. know, I, let's 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 add it to your feelings. That's all I'm saying. Let's add it to okay. the feelings. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So. Yeah, that that is the top. I don't even know how many we actually went through. Uh, that's a list of the stuff that we've gotten so far. Drew knocked out a good amount of them. I'm hella proud of you, bro. What did I do? What did I do? I tried. Okay, that's 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 enough. Oh Jesus. Um, but think about some of yours. Like, let us know. Throw it to omaguns@gmail.com. Throw it to us at omaguns on Instagram. Let us know. How you intentionally choose joy or happiness? Like, what are some of the ones that you have perfected? What are the some ones, some of the ones that you're still struggling with? Um, what are some of the new ones that you've kind of taken from this episode? How do you think you'll apply it? Yeah, we want to hear about it. Yeah, we need your feedback. Yeah. Um, kind of like compare and contrast mm-hmm. your experience yep. with ours and stuff to see like gauge where you're at. And as always, we will put our resources in the description box. But until then, we will see y'all when we see y'all. Peace.